Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Roll Dogs. Yes, welcome back. My name is Johnnell. Y'all already know the vibe. Y'all know who the fuck I am. That was very aggressive. That was very <laughs> aggressive. But y'all should know who I am by now. Okay. Know us, right? Okay. I, you know what? They should. It's we are. What episode? This is episode twenty-three. Yes, we. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? You know, we would have made it past episode three because you are annoying. You know, and I would say the same. So okay, I can. It's it's a miracle. It's a blessing. It's a curse. It but is. it's also episode twenty-three. Yes. And my name is Amir, and welcome to World Dogs. Yes, welcome, welcome. We have, this is like, I know we say it all the time, but we have a variety of stuff to go over I, You do say that, you do. Be, because it means me so much. I don't know, it's, it, you, you said we, and I, I think you say that quite often. Wow. Yeah. So you just threw me under the bus. You not only did you throw me under the bus, you you driving the bitch. I didn't throw you under the bus. I but just, you like roll over me and then put it in reverse? No, I told you that your flashlight was on. You know, on your phone. <laughs> That's all I did. Okay. So, yeah, I guess we can just go ahead and get right into uh, our guess what section, which is a reflection of what we both did over the past weekend. Um, so I'll go ahead and I'll let you start. Yes. Yeah, so I went to the Lovers and Friends Fest yes. concert festival. Okay. And it was a lot of fun. It just seemed like a lot. It, mm, so it was, it was a lot of people there, obviously. And mm-hmm. like it was sold out within like a couple of, I think like the next day it was sold out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was tons of artists. There was a huge lineup of people. Um, I went with my boyfriend, and yeah, we we went uh, for the weekend. So we were there, I guess, from Friday to Monday. Okay. Yeah, but there was so like Missy Elliott was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mariah Carey was. Both of those people didn't perform until later in the evening because they're bigger name stars, right? So were you one of the people who? Like, did y'all stay the entire day? Like, how was that process for y'all? No, did not stay the entire day. Wow. Did not. Um, so you missed, like, the little people. Well, the people that's just started. There were, I mean, there. I don't think there were any little people that performed. But I think that it was mostly, like, um, I mean, Pitbull, Usher. Um, I think we got all the way to, I think it was maybe Christina Aguilera. But saw uh, DeBrat. Okay. Um, saw Chris Brown. Saw um, I think Eve. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. It was a bunch of people, and it was like different stages. So there were five different stages, and like you had to either be here or be there. So what they should have did is they should have split it into two days, because you know you have like a full list. I think it's like thirty or so artists. Yeah. And it's hard to get to each and every one within that time frame. So it was like if you were over here to see Mariah, if Usher was on in 30 minutes, there was no way you were going to make it from one stage to the next. Or you would have to leave earlier. So you would have to leave like one area before the other one to really kind of make it to the other side. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so they would have like Nelly going on, but then they would have Blackstreet. And then they would have like the diplomats. And then right after that, it would be like Pitbull, um, then Janae Aiko, and then um, Chingy would come on, but then Busta Rhymes would be on at the same time. So it'd maybe be like a 15 minute gap between performers, right. but at different stages. Gotcha. That just seems like a bit chaotic. It seems like a, a lot to me, but it also seems like a lot of fun. Um, when I think about those type of places, I always think about like um, people pickpocketing. And people touching you, um, you know, because that's, you know, where people go. So it's an urban concert and you think about pickpocketing? I think about pickpocketing anywhere. Remember when we went to the State Fair and I was like, don't get too close to them people. Like, they're pickpocketers. Like, I always feel like somebody is going to pick your pocket. I know. I don't know why, but I always feel like keep your wallet in your front pocket type vibe. Okay. But it definitely gave me that. It gave me, like pickpocketers it gave me like people were high and dehydrated 
Um, but I feel like that always happens. There's always some type of pass. And it's in Vegas. Yeah. So in Vegas, and we're talking about, it was maybe 80 Hold or on. something. Hold on. Wait. Let me go back and acknowledge something, bitch. Because I wasn't just saying it because it was a hip-hop concert that people were pickpocketing. I mean, I that's what it sounded like to me. I feel the same way about, like, Coachella. I feel the same way about, like, a Taylor Swift concert. I feel the same way, like, bitch, if you're in a huge crowd of uh-huh. people, I feel like you have, like, it's... Ah. But you just tried to play me, and I just thought about that. I didn't. You said it. It came out of your mouth. You better have all these black and brown people trying to whip my ass. You I said, like, you know, looking at that artist list, that sounds like <laughs> the type of place you would get pickpocket. No, I promise that's not what I meant, y'all. That's not what I meant. I um, mean, but them franchise boys and the young jock crowd were there because they performed. So, oh my god. You know the slant that you that you showcase <laughs> is 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 it's not there for so for fabrication. I, I will say I did get a chance to watch a couple of the artists there. I watched a little bit of Christina Aguilera's performance. Um, I don't know if Homegirl just got her body done, but whoever did it, it looks amazing because her body looked really nice. And she performed "Tell Me," which was. Uh, which is kind of interesting because she's never performed Tell Me Before, which was a song that was on Diddy's album, which was recorded originally by Danny Kane. So Diddy stole that song. That's a topic for another day. And she kind of performed that song, opened with that song for like the more hip hop crowd. So I thought that was kind of like genius on her her part. Um, And then just yeah, of course we heard about the huge quote unquote beef that allegedly happened but didn't happen. Yeah. So I mean with a festival of this size and this amount of artists, of course you're gonna have all types of controversies, responses, mm-hmm. things happening. Um before the concert, there was a whole thing about Usher, you know, Chris Brown getting into it with Usher. So Usher threw Chris Brown a surprise party. Um and apparently there was some issue between Chris and Tiana Taylor. Um, I guess it was because he got pulled from a performance. I think that was at the AMAs when he was supposed to do Michael Jackson or something like that. Um, and that got pulled at the last minute. Mm-hmm. And he was still in his feelings about that because she was also his creative director. And apparently Usher tried to break it up a little bit. And people followed him outside and beat him up or roughed him up or whatever, got jumped. It, it was, I don't know, because watching those artists, you couldn't really tell yeah. if that was something that happened. Because it didn't seem like they had any real bruises or, you know. Because I know Usher went on live the day that before he was performing. And he seemed to be fine physically. So all of this, of course, is alleged. But I think it kind of... Unfortunately for Chris Brown, with his kind of like past, and this is not even including, you know, the major incident that happened with Rihanna, but just his past with other male artists, um, you kind of don't give him the benefit of the doubt, which sucks because it's just like, oh, Chris Brown is into something. I can definitely see that. Like, it's one of those things, but yeah. Well, I don't give him the benefit of the doubt because... I saw his birthday video. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. And he could not sit still. Yeah. Like Jones and real hard. And I'm like, oh, you know, it. you might have popped off at some point in the night because, he, you know, the smack is smacking. He definitely had the, you know, the jaw going. You know, right. the, the, the crack. The Ray Charles. Charles like, and this is all, you know, like, of course, this is just alleged stuff, right? I mean, you could allegedly, but I don't, what are you doing right. in the video? It, it's kind of right there. It'd be different if we were talking about something there was nothing recorded of, but what do you, it's what's right going there. on? It, it was like he was dancing to the lyrics and the beat at the same time. Like, he could not stop moving. Like, everything was just going. And I'm like, oh, Chris Brown. But hey, nobody nobody addresses it. We just keep moving on. Yeah. And and that's the thing. Like, he is one of the... He's not that young. But he is one of the 
more talented, noticeable, I guess you can say, male artists. And so it's like we've we've seen this story before. We see how we've seen how it plays out. Like, let's try to intervene and talk to him. But he also gives me the type. He's the type of person that you can't really talk to him. Like, right. I feel like, you know, it's too far gone, unfortunately, at this point. Um, or did I mean, you did you watch his performance? Yeah. How was it? I mean, I'm not the as you could tell. I'm not like the hugest Chris Brown fan, but I will say that people were excited to see his ass. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh my God, it's Chris Brown. No, did they say that? How was they do it one time? It was a little demonic. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, that's my baby daddy. Like, that's Chris oh Brown. God. Like, you that's know. What you said no. Okay, gotcha. no, I haven't seen that. Nah. Just somebody, just other people. The, the, like it was like the vicinity around me was getting wet because gotcha. it was Chris Brown. Gotcha. So you just heard just gushing. It was. I had to. I was trying to leave, and it was a swamp. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So he still he has that effect on people. He has gotcha. that. He still has that effect. Gotcha. Um, um, yeah. Did you watch Usher? No. How the fuck do you go to Vegas and you not watch Usher? He's the reason. Is he the reason why Lovers and Friends? Well, I know his song. Uh, that's what I was trying to figure out. I, didn't, I couldn't tell if he was the reason this started, but obviously it's named after the song. Yeah. But I would assume so because he had a residency in Vegas. Right. So hopefully that kind of helped him or allowed him to kind of put this on. Um, but this is the second year. I would definitely go again. It was a cool experience. I wouldn't go because we got there pretty early. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why also we were like, oh, I'm tired. Yeah, it's an all day thing. So they need to, one, split into two days. And I probably would not go as early unless there was somebody I wanted to see. Gotcha. So the going as early was just because it was the first experience. You know, you want gotcha. to go, be there. Um, but I probably would not do it again as early unless there was someone I want to see. Because I did want to see Missy Elliott, but she was like the very last person to perform. Mm-hmm. And by that time, I was like, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. But um, Okay, Missy. Yeah, I yeah. Missy seems like she put out a good show. You know, Missy, Mariah Cara, Mariah Cara, Mariah Carey. You know, those are the ones you expect to put on a big show. So when Chris Brown came on, because it was everyone else was pretty good. Like, I don't know if you saw the performance Brat did. Yes, where she had like her belly out and it was like on the big screen. Yeah, but when Chris Brown came on, there was like whole visuals and like all this other type of stuff that they put into. There was the a whole production. Yeah. When like bigger, oh okay. yeah. So when the bigger is in, so I think when like Mariah Carey, Missy Elliott, when those people got on, like the ones that are in bold on mm-hmm. the um, the lettering, when those people came on, it was probably a much bigger performance gotcha. production. Okay, um, that's good to know. Maybe yeah. we can maybe we can swing by next year. You got to get the, you got to get it early because this is for this amount of people. Like people snatch it up quick. Other than it was either this or spending your money on like Beyonce. So. Or people did both. That's, that's some. All ain't able. All but ain't. some did both. Speaking <laughs> of, you you mentioned the brat. So I definitely want to touch on that because that was one of the things that um, I saw on social media. People was like clowning her for, she wore a outfit. It had the, you know, the brat from Chicago. So she always reps her city any chance that she gets. Um, she had her... Uh, it was like a jersey. Yeah, it was like a jersey with like the cutout of the belly. Of course, the brat is currently pregnant. Um, and, you know, she had on her Tim. She was the brat. Right. She was literally how the brat dressed just with the baby brat. Right. In her in her, in her her baby bump. Um, and people was like, um, she looked tacky. Uh, she, you know, definitely shouldn't have, you know, wore that outfit. And here's what I hate about it. And this is why I'm always kind of like, I take what I see on the internet with a grain of salt because the brat in her outfit came out one day. Maybe two days later, Rihanna, who's notoriously known for showing her baby bump any chance that she gets, came out wearing something. I think Rihanna had on boots. It just was like a crop top, you know, and one person... He hated what the brat and was talking shit about the brat, but loved what Rihanna did. And I was just like, it's such a double standard. And 
I ask you this. Do you think people had an issue with that because the brat is more of a masculine presenting lesbian? Um, I mean, probably. See, I didn't even really look at the feedback mm-hmm. of what people were saying about the outfit. I liked it. I thought it was really cool. I mean, it's more towards her personality and how she personally likes to dress. Yeah. And obviously, it was something that was custom made because jerseys don't come out, don't have a, you know, a pregnancy. Uh, baby bump. Baby bump. Um, whole. So for her to have that custom made, um, representing her in all aspects, yes, I am more masculine presenting, but I'm also carrying a full ass baby. Yeah. I thought it was a cool idea. It was really cool. And as you said, like Rihanna did it. Rihanna was out in the cold with her belly out and wearing a jacket. Put put that baby on a jacket. That's all right. But here we are. Brad's like chilling. She's performing. She's moving around, Mm -hmm. you know. And people were upset about it. People had an issue with it. Um, shout out to the brat. Um, I, yeah, shout out to the brat. Show that baby bump. That baby's about to come out. That baby was kicking the shit out of her. Like, it, that baby's it really was. foot was literally at the there top. There was a couple of her. times where she had to stop. I could tell. Like, it was like, ah. I could imagine. That baby's like, girl, what the fuck is you doing? If you it's don't hot outside. Home, right. Like, but she had her wife on stage, which I thought was really dope. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah, so I, I definitely really like her outfit and how she, you know, decided to present herself for the concert. I'm sure that was a lot because it was hot outside mm-hmm. for you to be rapping and also moving across the stage, but big up for fashion. Hopefully we get more outfits that allow women to show off their baby bump. Yes. What do you think, like a... Um, a pregnancy crop top, like you were saying. I think those are cute. I think, you know, anytime women show off their, their I'm always amazed by it because it's a baby in there. Right. Like, I always want to be like, ooh, can I touch it? You know, like, I know that's not appropriate, but I always want to touch pregnancy. I think it's, it's, you can ask. They can they can always deny Yeah, it. but I, I don't have time to be told no, because then fuck you in that baby. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Not really. Not really. Not really. But what were we talking about? It's also something else is really funny that happened at the Lovers and Friends. Um, Genuine. Genuine has been, he's been showing his ass these last, what, year and a half? He's been like a consistent meme. Yeah, Pop-Pop has been pretty busy Mm -hmm. with all types of activities. Um, apparently he fell over on yes. the, one of his, during the stage performance. Um, he was um, still okay. Yeah. He was still singing. Um, but it was still a, a worry for a lot of the people in the audience. Them knees ain't the same. You know, you gotta be careful. Cause you know, it's crazy seeing him, um, how he has aged throughout the years. And if I'm keeping it like. A hundred percent, like real. Genuine is one of the first guys that I've ever looked at and was like, "Okay, I feel things for him." You know, like, mm-hmm. like this guy's attractive. Like, he has always been a handsome man, and so seeing him transition into kind of like a, a cat daddy, you know, like a smooth, handsome gentleman, I feel like he's always been fine. So. Now that that's kind of like not fading, but it's getting like refined, I guess, or like I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I feel like he's trying to do shit that makes him seem or you know that he's still young. Right. Like, why the fuck you jumping off of a stage? Well, it's it's um showing off the athletic prowess, but why? It's it's just you know, and I think wasn't it part of his um personality prior? He was very a little stage performer, no, no. All he really had going for himself, if we we're being honest, he did have a decent voice. He wasn't my favorite male voice. He just was, he had that smoothness of, you know, having like the Timberland um, and Missy Elliott tracks. And then he was fine. Like he was handsome. It wasn't, a, it, there's not another guy you can say like, oh, he looked like Genuine. Right. He had a very unique look and a unique sound. Yeah, so I would definitely say he was one of the, as you said, one of the artists back in the 90s that were really bringing that kind of sexy 
um, sexy look for men. Yes. And then now he's, you know, he's out there kind of rocking, you know, the S curl and like. Well, he always beard. had the S curl. Not all the time. Yes, he did. Because sometimes he had that's long hair. Curl. No, that's his hair. That's him. That's his joint. He got the curls okay. to the side. Speaking of. Sometimes a little bit, you know, peroxide you know, just helps him curl a little oh bit more. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, but that's, um, you know, he, he got some Indian in it. He got to have some Indian in his family. I'm kidding, but just like the style that he wears his hair now. Yeah. It's oh. very, very slick. So it sounds like you had a great time. Yeah, it was a really great time. Um, I would definitely go again in the future. They do it like every year, I think, now. Oh, awesome. So uh, speaking of great times, uh-huh. I, I know you were in Vegas. I was in Houston. Um, and so I went to Houston for a friend's birthday party and it just so happened to be pride there, I think. Um, and so that friend was like, okay, we want, we're going to go to Deviant. And I had only saw the Deviant events online. Right. And so okay. I thought this is going to turn into a huge fuck fest. I'm not going, oh this is not what I want to do. This is not, you know, who I am at this certain juncture in my life. Um, however, after doing more research on Deviant events and their parties, um, I learned that, you know, according to their website, this is a movement towards a free, inclusive world for all queer people of color. Um, they definitely create a safe space and supportive space for black and brown queer people to explore their sexual and social identities while unpacking the prison, prison of shame. So it's all about sex positivity, body positivity, um, definitely drug safety. What I did like when it came to to that, the first thing that I noticed when I came in, it was like a station there that had like um, pamphlets and different things for like if a person needed um, like prevention, right? Like if they needed... Um, like sexual health questions, if they needed, you know, that type of thing. So I thought that was neat that they had that. Um, but, you know, me and my crew, we decided to go. Uh, all of us kind of was like, all none of us had ever been before, but we all was like, you know what, if we're going, we're going to participate. So we had a good time. It was ass everywhere. Ass, chest, titties, like, not like completely naked, but it was just like people in thongs, people in, you know, their sex positive outfits of all like ages, all races, all sizes. So like harnesses, mesh, lace. Yeah, it was like a lot of harnesses, a lot of, you know, lace, a lot of see-through numbers, a lot of thongs, um, a lot of cowboy boots, um, hats. It was dope. It was a real. It was really a a good time. After I, of course, I'm you know I'm conservative, so I didn't go too crazy. I had a you know a little uh, see through shirt, you know a little like peekaboo, you mm-hmm. know here or there. Like I showed a little bit of skin, a little off the shoulder, um, but it was dope. It, it one of the things that I, I took away from it after you take away. Like you, you stop thinking about like, oh, this person is not like naked, or like that person asses out. You start thinking about like how free that individual must feel that they're in a space where there's other people, other like-minded individuals. That it's not really a sexual thing. It's just like a, I don't know. It it just felt like free. Like I felt free. Like I felt mm-hmm. like bitch. If I wanted to take my shirt off, I could. You know, like. Um, I didn't feel like there was anybody judging, you know, you had smaller people telling bigger people, oh, that that's so, that looks so good on you. You know, like you had people just spreading a lot of positivity. Um, so it definitely was an event that I was like, you know what? I can see myself going to do this again. It was nothing what I thought it was going to be. Mm. So it was dope. It was dope. Yeah. So I, I mean, I've never been before, but I have a friend that uh, has gone to the one in ATL. Mm-hmm. And it's what are you saying? Like very body inclusive, um, obviously respecting everybody else's space, yeah. and it's very freeing, as you're saying as well. Yeah, it was 
it was dope. It definitely was um, a really good experience. I had a good time. Um, and so, you know, it kind of just made me think like, okay, well, what else can I, you know, get into? And like, what else can I do? Just to kind of like explore a little bit more mm. um, and be open with being a gay individual. So, you know, just those those things. I had a good time. Um, I'll definitely attend again. So did you have to bring something for that? Or did you guys, once you got there and decided, um, went out and got stuff? So we we had already had our outfits planned prior. When I say me, I'm talking about me and my partner. So we already had our outfits prior. The good thing about this event is they had like a um, closet, like check-in type service. So you didn't have to wear, so say if you wanted to wear like pasties and a thong, right? Mm -hmm. You didn't have to wear that out in the street. You could come in with your regular clothes on, put your clothes up in the closet and then walk around the club free. Um, with what you know, the outfit you intended to wear. So yeah. Oh nice. Yep. So it was cool. It was definitely a good time. So um shout out to Deviant Events. Um yeah, if you if they're having a party in your city, if that's your type of thing, even if it's not, I feel like you should just go and experience it at least once. Yeah, so I think they do NYC, Atlanta, DC, and I guess Houston. Yes. Yeah, so uh, if you have the chance, check them out. Yep. Um, speaking of things checking out or mm -hmm. not checking out, um, unfortunately, Tory, or fortunately, or, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, uh, Tory Lanez was denied a new trial um, after asking the judge to uh, consider his livelihood. Yep. Um, so basically, uh, the judge, I think it's Judge Hereford. Um, it's not giving him a new trial. So the decision will move forward with Lane's getting sentenced uh, to jail. Yep. Ask me how I feel about it. Um, let the people know. So here's how I feel. <clears throat> All of this could have been avoided had Tory Lane shut the fuck up. If, we, if he would have shut the fuck up, Megan would have never... Like, this chain of reaction would have never happened. She consistently said, like, she didn't want any, like, charges to come about. She didn't want anything to happen to him. She had been trying to protect him even moments after the incident happened. But this little bitch, and then I can call him little because he's shorter than I am. This bitch, of course, gets on the internet, and he just won't stop talking. He won't stop talking. So because... You were that dumb after she asked you, just like, hey, stop saying that, stop doing this, stop saying that, stop dragging my name. You didn't want to, and this is the thanks that you get for it. So there we go. Yeah. And then to add injury, well, not to add injury, but just to, I guess you could say double homicide. Mm -hmm. um, what's his name? DaBaby. Also, kind of got his career derailed That's when he decided he to, you know, join in with Tori. Yep. And then all the other shit that came out that kind of dragged him down. It was just like, well, choices. Yeah. And that's another one. I mean, a lot of these male stars, they, their egos just kind of get in the way. And I think the baby thought that he was something that he wasn't. So I think it just boils down to. Uh, I think it boils down to like these artists, these male artists, um, thinking they're bigger than what they are. Like when it came to, I feel like a lot of people rallied around Megan. They noticed the hate that she was getting from not only Tory Lanez, but then the baby would do random stupid shit and say stupid shit and have like his friends on live talking shit about Megan and stuff like that. So. Um, I know I haven't listened to a Tory Lanez song in years, and I haven't listened to the Baby song. I'm lying. I have listened to the Baby has a song with Lil Baby called Baby. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense, mm -hmm. and it's on my gym playlist because I just like the beat, and I can't like I can't delete that one. Like, and I don't want to lie to the people. I don't want to lie to y'all. Okay, but I did delete everything else. But if y'all haven't listened to 
damn, I don't want to give him more streams and get him more money. Mm. But whatever. That's the only baby song I listen to. So you'll be outside the courthouse? For what? I love you. I love no. you, Tory Lanez. No, I don't fuck with Tory Lanez. I, t- I just told nigga? you that. I love you, the baby. No, I don't love the baby. I just love that song. Oh. Baby ain't a trapper, he's a rapper. You could get the um, the edited version. You can't get the edited version. I tried. I looked for the version without them. It's Lil Baby. I mean, yeah. Lil Baby with The Baby. And it's called Baby. It's one of my favorite songs to work out to. Oh. Wow. But shout out to Megan. Through all of this. <laughs> shout out to Megan. We love you. We adore you. We holding you down. Um, we know it's hard out here for you. But hopefully, justice will be served when he's sentenced. And that's what the fuck he gets. Hopefully so. Because um, I guess he appeared in front of the judge on Monday um, pleading. An excerpt from that was, please, sir, don't ruin my life. I could be your son. I could be your brother. Um, obviously trying to appeal to the judge who was also black. And just said, no. Bam. <laughs> So they're going to be moving forward with this actual sentencing. We'll see what happens there. Um, throw the book at him. Yes. Throw the fucking book. I mean, if we're being honest, the industry has moved on um, without him being there. So, Speaking of the industry, let's segue into our The Word Is because the people have been waiting and when i say the people i'm gonna say all of us because you shouldn't be listening to us if you're not a beyonce fan but beyonce has officially kicked off her renaissance tour in europe um today so by the time you hear this you probably will see a couple of things online um but in stockholm sweden beyonce kicked off her social media i mean kicked off her social media, her tour. Um, And of course, snippets made its way to social media. But the thing that I did like beforehand was, you know, um, you know how I feel about TikTok. I'm Mm -hmm. not a a huge TikToker. Um, But on TikTok, there was this thing going around where people were showing the club renaissance or the renaissance tour outfits. That, I hope they continue that trend from city to city. Um, because that was dope. Just seeing how people are going to express themselves at this concert, I think, is going to be dope. Um, of course, you know, there's a lot of things that. And this is we're talking about. So the one that just um, is premiering tonight. Today. Yeah, it happened today. Oh, it already happened. Yeah. So today, tonight is tomorrow for them. So it happened earlier in today. Sweden, in Sweden. Yeah. So did was it showing like a lot of black people there? Well, a lot of black people went because of Beyonce. That's probably the yeah. So I was wondering people, they probably was like, "Who was all these?" I niggas? was wondering if people actually because who knows how much it would have been in wherever city or yeah. if that was even the last ticket and they really wanted to go. If they got tickets, went to uh, yeah, there Sweden. was a there was a, a a boatload of people, um, black you know people um, that I was able to follow. They they went because it was the first stop. You know, it was like the first tour. Which is, um, you know, obviously impactful as well, being the yeah. first first part of the tour. But I didn't watch any of it. It was all over Twitter. What I did, I just scrolled by. There were some things that, you know, like outfits, pictures. You can't really help that if you're scrolling on Twitter. But I didn't watch any of that performance. I didn't look at the set list. I didn't look at, like, the setup of the stage. Because I, I want to be surprised even if I'm not strong enough to wait into September to, you know, I still feel like there's nothing that you can show me that's going to take away from the experience I'm going to have seeing Beyonce. Sure. So you should be able to see it. Yeah. But I want to, I want to like, I want to be like, Oh my God, this is happening. You know, like I want to have that type of experience. Um, which I will, regardless. But I, I want to be, I want it to be unknown. Like I, I want to be shocked and surprised at what comes next. 
I feel you. I wonder if her outfits and things like that are going to change absolutely every single show. Because I guess, well, you said you want to be surprised, but there are some really cool outfit designs that she has um, for the first show. Okay. So I'm wondering if that's going to change with each stop on the tour or if she just flat out, this is my standard outfit. Yeah, I, you know with Beyonce, you never really fucking know. Like, her set list can be different every tour. Her outfits can be different every leg of the tour. You know, like, once she hit the U.S., it can be completely different. You know, when she comes to some of these U.S. Uh, cities with some of these artists, you know, like New York, Houston, L.A., there's bound to be, like, some type of special guest, you know, um, I feel, with the tour. But if not... I'm still satisfied. Who uh, do you think are some of her special guests that she's going to bring on? Well, I think in Houston, of course, I think it's only right to bring out Megan. Okay. Um, I think in New York, of course, Jay-Z. Or if she um, goes to London, maybe like Adele. The fuck is Adele going to do on stage with her? Sing. And I love Adele, but why? Sing. No. No, why not? What would Adele sing? Adele's a huge fan of Beyonce. A huge fan, but what the fuck would she sing? They probably on might, the Renaissance tour. They might have a duet on one of the songs. No. They're both artists. No, no, no. Well, I mean, wherever she's at, I could see her bringing different people out. Yeah, absolutely. I could see her bringing out Chris Rock, just to smack the fuck out of him. <sighs> yeah, he needs a good smacking, so I wouldn't mind that actually. Is this what y'all want? Right. Yes, <laughs> but I, I definitely think I'm so excited about the tour. So excited about what's to come um, for Beyonce. Um, I I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm happy that the tour has started. Um, and I'm happy that she's off to uh, a good start. You know, they say she had surgery. Um, so I did see a couple of the tweets saying that, you know, she wasn't dancing as much. Um, which at this point I don't really care as long as she put on a good show. Right. Yeah. Which I think she will. I'm I'm still wanting to see the video. I'm still wanting to, to you know, I want to see the videos. I want to see what she has in plan for all these songs that she's created. If there are gonna ever be videos, or is this gonna be just a touring album and that's it? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Like, but that's what I would love to see. But I mean, obviously there's going to be videos of the tour that come out through social media and everything else. So it'll be a, it'll be a fun experience overall. Yes. Um, speaking of a fun new experience, B5 member um, Dustin Michaels just recently um, revealed his partner. Yes. Um, that he's dating someone who's transgender. Yes, he's dating a transgender woman named D. Smith. Um, D. Smith is known for, um, she's a producer. Um, she's a Grammy award winning, uh, a, a Grammy award nominated producer. I don't think D. Smith actually won. Um, however, it's really dope that he came out and a lot of people under, you know, like the, the video was just saying, you know, there was like a calmness, there was like a certainty, there was, you know, like a warmth in his voice when he was talking about his love for her. Um, and it just, it, it was good to see a trans woman being loved out loud by another individual that is within the same industry. Right. So how do you, how do you feel about, about that? I think it's I think it's great. Um, I know we were kind of talking about that before mm-hmm. about you know acceptance and hopefully the industry learns to you know bring down those walls and having people that are more comfortable with expressing themselves because I was, that trickles down and just throughout the community having people touched by it being like okay I could see how this is better for that person or just being like you know. I'm not going to say negative things about these people and what they like. Yeah. So I thought it was really, really dope. Um, it was a short video, but it really just showed, I think, his uh, appreciation um, for D. Smith and how their love has kind of grown from the time that they've known each other. So Yeah, and D. Smith is a well-respected producer 
in the industry. Like she's worked with Lil Wayne, she's worked with Kendrick Lamar, she's worked with Sierra, um, she's worked with you know Monica. You know people. Um, you know we like you know pat herself on the back. Like right. she's doing her thing. Um, so she doesn't need like that validation, but to have it in the form of like love and coming from a spouse, I think it's good to see. Um, she hasn't spoken on the topic just yet, um, but to hear him as a, a member of a popular boy um, band, you know, growing up and to see those members grow up into their own and to see him kind of loving her out loud and loving her for who she is. Um, that's dope. And I'm so happy. I'm happy for them um, in that experience. Right. And speaking of another damn what's with all these experiences yeah speaking speaking of <laughs> you know um the little mermaid right our our ariel um halle bailey uh, the blue carpet premiere um recently um happened and just i know we were talking about it when she was cast i know we were talking about you know uh, several things about the little mermaid um about like the backlash it was getting and things of that nature just seeing more clips um it 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 i'm excited like well, that I, little kid in me is like super excited like it definitely looks for all the people that complained that it was too dark or whatever whatever i mean those were obviously teaser trailers not meant to show the movie in its yeah. full capacity. Now, whether or not Disney has actually lightened up the, or created you know, brighter lighting in the movie due to that, who knows? But in the new trailers that have been coming out that showcase the film so far, it looks a lot better. Yeah, it does. It looks better. Um, they're giving you a little bit more like backstory action. You're seeing a little bit more of the cast. Um, I mean, of course, we already know the backstory. It's the Little Mermaid. So right. we know what the fuck it's given. But the blue carpet was just really good to see. So you had people like all the um, celebrities and yeah, the kids. Yeah. Like you had all of them that came out. You had um uh culture. So Cardi B's daughter was there. You had um Tia and Tamara, who was like childhood stars. You had um Anika Noni Rose who played uh, Tiana. Um, so she was a Disney princess. And then you had Kyla Pratt, who plays Penny, Penny Proud uh, from the Proud family. Of course, we, we may know her from one-on-one. And um, how can I say this? She she made waves on the internet, for sure. Um, because sis showed up with just like, you know, her casual, I'm going to the movies outfit. While everybody else was, you know, dressed to the nines, you know, you had um, Tamaka, uh, Mari, she was, you know, just flowing. She had a really, really nice, you know, blue dress on. It was like, what do you call it? Like ombre almost, you know, went from light blue to like ocean blue to deep, deep sea blue. I'm like, that was perfect for that. You had Chloe giving body, giving color, giving Afro wig. It was cute. Then you had Kyla. Our good sis was like, "Oh, we going to the movies? Okay, bet. Like, okay, let me, you know, let me just slip on something." And it was like cute, casual. And half the internet was like, "Sis, you couldn't run an iron over that. Like, you like this? What we giving?" Um, I know she getting a check from the Proud family because you know it just got renewed. So I know she she getting a little coin. Then the other half was like, "Leave her alone! That's how people dress to the movies. People go to the movies dressed like that." But I'm like, <laughs> here we go talking about a motherfuckers' fashions again, and I'm sitting here in sweats. But I ain't go to the the Little Mermaid premiere in that, sweats. There's that. Well, no. I'm not agreeing with you. Don't come for me. No. Leave me out of that. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, so I, I personally feel like she, I don't know if you've ever followed her, she's always been very casual as far as like her appearances and showing up to red carpets or events like that. She's never been one to do something over the top. 
that's just not her personality, which is perfectly fine which and it's is, valid. It's cool. Um, I don't think there was anything really wrong with the outfit. Yeah, it doesn't line up with the other people, but she's also not in the movie. Like, if she was voicing a character in a the movie, then sure, then you could be like, dang, you ain't come a little bit more. But there's a lot of people only, who wasn't in the movie that was dressed up. And those people like a little bit more attention than she does. So why did she stop on a red, on a blue carpet? Well, because she she's a celebrity. She, she she's still a celebrity. Kept. She's still on a TV show. So they're going to ask her, Kyla Pratt, you know, stop for us and take a picture. No, let me say this. Her mug, she's a beautiful gal. Always like, has been. She is drop dead gorgeous. And her daughters are a splitting image of her. Like, they, she just spit them out. Like, she can't deny them, too. Um, but it was like, okay, it's a Saturday morning. Come on, kids. Let's let's go to the mall. We're about to go to the movies. Like, that's really the vibe that I was getting from her outfit. Um, but let's, let, let's, let's be positive. Let me of be course. positive. Of course. Like, this me. is Halle Bailey's moment. Yes. Um, and that, speaking of her moment, right, there was... Um, a moment where she was speaking to a reporter, right? And um, speaking of Holly, she was speaking to a reporter, and you saw Tia in the background, and Tia was like, Tia Mari, she was in the background with her daughter, and she was pointing like, there she is, there she is right there, there's Ariel, while the reporter was talking about representation, Mm -hmm. and it was one of those like, full circle type moments. Like, he was talking about, you know, like, what impact do you feel like you playing this role will have on smaller kids? As she walked up in the background, as she's pointing, like, oh, my God. And as the daughter is just, like, super excited to see Ariel. So I'm like, moments like this is why we definitely need more representation um, in movies. We need more representation in every kind of, like, um, field and aspect of life for our young black kids to to kind of see like hey I can I can do that you know we have that's our Cinderella that's our Belle that's our Ariel you know right. like so having this representation and having these um, individuals kind of be in the spotlight and be that for younger kids I feel like is dope. Yeah, so I definitely feel like this is obviously as we said a great representation. For for black kids and um, just kids in general to be able to see a different side of a character that's been portrayed one way forever so long, and now we have new representation. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So just that whole moment as you said, like the kids seeing and being like super excited. You don't really get that as much, you know, because it's all yeah. about representation. So once that starts happening and kids that see themselves on screen, I can't wait. Yeah. Speaking of can't wait. You know, I think this is going to be my new favorite section of the podcast. Um, We introduced it a couple of weeks ago. We told y'all that we were going to bring up, you know, just the topic of the week. Hear me out, right? Just hear me out. And today I have the pleasure of... (laughs) I have the pleasure of introducing the topic. So... (laughs) I want to talk about why we should ban Zeus and Aquarius. <laughs> and I know it's random in left field, but I definitely want to talk about why we should ban Zeus and Aquarius. Um, are you a fan of Zeus and Aquarius? You know, I actually I don't go to too many of them, honestly. Okay, good. As you as you shouldn't, you shouldn't go to them. Um, and this is a serious topic. So let me tell y'all, let me give y'all a quick backstory of how I, I came up with this. So, so I was at ASU, right? I, I'm a communications major. Of course, I love to talk. And one of our classes, the topic was we had to come up with a controversial topic. And I had to persuade the audience, the, our classmates, I had to get at least half of them to agree with me, like on that topic. Okay. Um, and so I brought up why zoos and aquariums should be closed. My main reason is because why? <laughs> if we, as you know, Americans, you know, we have this huge issue with overcrowded, overpopulating um, jails 
you know, systems and, you know, that type of thing, prison systems. And we talk about reform and all of that. These animals, they have a life sentence, right? There's several different things that happens within the zoo that people don't know about. For instance, if, say for instance, if a giraffe is sick, if a giraffe or animal is harmed, they're literally feed it to like lions or tigers or something like that. Like, so that's, that's one thing. And then when I was doing some research, there's this thing called zoocosis. So if you've ever been to a zoo, I want y'all to like picture it, right? Once you close your eyes, think about the last time you've been to a zoo. Think about the behavior you've seen expressed from like zebras, lions, tigers, polar bears, as they're like walking in circles, elephants too, elephants um, walking in circles, like head going back and forth. Um, that's a form of schizophrenia. It's called zoocosis. Um, and so these animals, they basically are like going crazy in a zoo because mm -hmm. they're doing these things that they don't exhibit these behaviors in the wild. So I feel like all zoos, all aquariums, you should get rid of them. Interesting. It is. I want you to, I want you to kind of, you're not gonna do it, bitch. Okay, I want the viewers. The, I want y'all. The listeners. The same thing. I want the listeners, since we're being technical, we have technical Tina here. So I want the listeners, I want y'all to think about how we see our animals in the wild compared to how we see our animals in zoos. They're completely different. And then these tigers, these lions, they're natural-born hunters. There's no food for them to hunt. Like, they love the thrill of the chase. They no longer have that because they're eating dead meat. No, y'all, like, this bitch is crazy. No, it makes sense. It, um, I mean, obviously, when we were talking about aquariums and zoos, we're talking about taking creatures out of their natural habitat mm -hmm. to put them in cages or um, pools or enclosures um, and they're not really getting their full life full life and full space to just explore right. you know there are four 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 walls around them <laughs> yeah you got you got it you got it so think about it i want you all to think about something real quick and this is the last thing i'm gonna, I'm gonna say on this think about the discovery channel when they talk about like elephants how far they have to travel like it's their natural instinct how they can like sense water in the desert how they can you know sense water in like certain trees things of that nature these animals they don't get that experience like they don't they're not living a natural experience a lion a tiger a polar bear they're not getting their natural experience of being out in the wild hunting or being hunted right or yeah. how like survival skills they don't get that and so when you see like hippo who you know was raised by trainer blah 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 you know like have you seen that yeah like a hip a person raised a hippo or something like in an enclosure and then the hippo eventually killed them mm, no. yeah hippos are terrible i haven't listened. i know hippos can be hippos are very dangerous yes they and, do fuck up a lot of people and Africa. they aren't even meat eaters they just kill people just to kill them. Right. Um, we're talking about hippos. We're talking about hippos on the next episode because fuck them motherfuckers. Yeah, hippos are, yeah. I haven't I haven't seen a hippo in a long time. Not that they hang out in the wild or anything like that, but usually you have to go to a zoo to see a hippo. Yeah, and don't, don't go to the zoos. And if you work for the Dallas uh, Zoo or something like that or the Fort Worth Zoo, I would love to talk to you about it um, because, bitch, you're wrong. Are you trying to shut it down? I wouldn't mind. Now that's where I'm gonna be outside of. I do got some free time on my hand. I'm gonna I'm gonna start picketing the zoos. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be my call to action. I you know I could I envision it. I see it. Good. I do. Will you be there with me? Will you support? I uh, you know I'll take some time off. Okay. I'll take some time off. That's all I needed to hear. Yeah. I'll, See, I'll be there to support. Support those who support you. So would you go on like a nature tour, one that's not a zoo or aquarium? I You don't. know, like where you get in like a, a Jeep 
and you wrong. Well, that's a little different. I still feel like no, because they're still not in their natural environment. But there are some that are. Like, there's one, there's a place in Arizona, and I think in Flagstaff, where it's like a outdoor, so they're out in the woods, and yeah. you just kind of drive on a but path. But it's still not like, but it's why, not enclosed. why is a bear next to a tiger, next to a lion? No, 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 they're not, they're not next to each other. I, I've been to what you're talking about. But, but they're not they next to each other. They shouldn't be in that same region. What bear do you know? There's no it's, bears. It's, as far it, as it, it's called Arizona. Are you sure there's bears? Yes. I Bitch in Arizona. I didn't see any bears. But I did see a ram. Or a sheep, goat. Yeah. But I didn't see any bears. Hmm. It might have not been a season. So I'm not saying you're wrong. You probably are right there. They probably do have bears there. But we're also talking about the wilderness up north. But you're saying they shouldn't be next so to each you other. Feel they like, shouldn't be holding hands. Correct. Okay. Like they shouldn't be able to be like, bitch, is that a tiger? There's no t- are there tigers there? I feel like it is. I feel like yes, because I fed a tiger. I know exactly what you're talking about. You fed a tiger? Mm-hmm. And that's how I knew something was wrong. Like because that tiger was so sluggish. Like, that tiger was drugged up. And I'm like, nigga, you should be trying to eat me, not this little piece of meat that I'm feeding you. And this tiger was just like, yeah. And it wasn't like a roar or nothing. Like, bitch didn't give me nothing. She just gave me, she gave me blah. She gave me, like, her and Chris Brown is doing the same drugs. Is that the review you left on the website? I did. <laughs> I had to let them know, like these poor animals. Like ever since I mean, then, you're right. You're right. So animals in enclosures are not given the same treatment. Obviously, there's no comparison to the treatment that they would get out in the wild. Um, yeah, so we should we should boycott zoos. I mean, who goes to the zoo? Well, I had two friends recently that just went to the zoo, and I was like, "Bitches, how could y'all?" Right. And I told them about this, and they looked at me like, "Oh, okay." You know, it's not everybody's gonna get it. Not, not everybody's not everybody, gonna. Not, not everybody, everybody cares. Not, I shouldn't say. Bitch, don't say care. Everybody should care. But not everybody does. I mean, you put a dog or a cat in a box, and people will literally cry their eyes out. They flip out. But if you put like a, a giraffe in a box, people will be like, "I'm gonna pay thirty dollars to go see that, just to see that, just to feed it, just the to fuck feed are you it. feeding a giraffe for." Right. Sorry. No, no. I, I thank you for bringing this passionate conversation to the table. You're very welcome. We should be boycotting zoos and aquariums, um, and we'll have other things that we'll we love to boycott. We sure will. You know, this is me. We're talking about. <laughs> um, but hopping into our next section, which is "Would You Rather," and go ahead and let the people know uh, the "Would You Rather." Yes. So today's "Would You Rather." Would you rather have a photographic memory or the ability to read minds? Hold on one second. Bitch, I feel like you make me read the would you rather just so you can test to see if I can read or not. Like, you think I'm illiterate? No, I, I let you read them because I usually pick them out. So I usually pick out the would you rathers and I like to have the honest feedback from, you know, having it read. Hmm. Interesting. Because you like, I'm going to throw in photographic. See if this bitch know what this is. I'm pretty sure you know what it means. Okay. <laughs> I did not mean to do that. Yeah, well, you so, did. <laughs> so, you would you rather have a photographic memory or the ability to read minds? We said we wanted the hip-hop community to be more honest with themselves. <laughs> <laughs> um... Mm. Damn, that's crazy. I feel like I would want both of these, but if I wanted one or the other, I would say the ability to read minds. Okay. Because, bitch, I want to know what you're thinking. I want to know. I, I, yeah, I want to know what's on your mind and why it's on your mind. So is it? Is it? Would you say it's selective? Like you can choose who to read, or is it like you're reading people's minds all the time? Nope. I'm gonna be in the grocery store and bitch be like, oh I got a fart. 
Like, but did you choose to read her mind or you just heard it? Like, I just want to hear it. So you're going to be hearing everyone's mind all the time. That's fine. I feel like there'll be something that'll help me zone some people out. Maybe like headphones. Like if you have your headphones in, you can't, if you don't make direct eye contact. But like, yeah, reading minds would be dope. Um, I'd rather be like, sorry. I'd rather have the photographic memory, I think. Why? I don't know. Oh, actually, that's a good one for you, bitch, because you don't remember shit. You don't remember a fucking thing. Okay. It's always, huh? Really? When was this? Because I could honestly say the same about you. So you, you, I think you should just change your answer to photographic memory. No, I it's, it's not a want; it's a purpose. need. I I'm just making it on purpose. If it doesn't, if it doesn't fill my cup, I'm not remembering it, and that's that on that. One dusty cup. But yeah, I would rather have the photographic memory or photo yeah, photographic memory because I feel like you would keep your memories longer. So you can be like, oh, I remember this such and such day where my friends threw me a surprise party, or oh, I remember this such and such day where I found a hundred dollars and all this other bullshit. Nope, because I want to be like Hey, what did you think of my outfit? And then it basically like good, and then in mind we're like, oh, bitch, that shirt was too small. Okay. And then what what would you do with that information once you have it? I feel like you know, just just hold on, girl. Like, why you not being real with me? Like, why why what's the issue? What's going on? Why like why? Why are you saying one thing but you really mean another? So or with, or you can use it for good. I can use a I can use that power for good. I can go to like a person who has murdered people and we can't find a body, and I can ask them, you know, like, hey, where's the body located? And I can read their mind. That that's only if they're thinking about it. You, but yeah, I can say like. Did you do this crime? Did you help? Are you an accessory? You know what I'm saying? Like, I can be of assistance. I can be like a psychic. But then what if they're, you know, unstable people and they believe exactly what they're thinking? So you may ask them, did you do this? And they're in their mind. They're thinking, yeah, I didn't do this shit. But then they will always be like, this dumb bitch. They think he fell for that. He thinks that. Not if they're not if they're insane. They're going to believe their own thoughts. Bitch, you and your photographic memory ain't going to help. I could go to the so crime when, scene. Like your photographic memory is just gonna be like, oh yes, I remember that. I remember on that day she was brutally slain. I remember that. No, but, but you're not helping a fucking thing. I could be like an undercover agent and go to like where these things are shit. That's what they have down. photographs for. But I would remember it. You have to look up the photograph. I remember it in detail while I was there. I could be like, she was shot. At this wall right here. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because I was looking through the window. Okay. Or um, right there is where he dropped the knife. Okay. I know because I am he. <laughs> <laughs> no, but reading, reading the whole mind thing, I feel like that would be too much. And I think after maybe three or four times where you've guessed, right? And people are like, how did you know that? And then by the fourth time, everyone will know that you be reading minds. No, they won't. How? What do you mean? After the fourth time of you confronting someone I'm about something? I'm not going to explain my ways to you. I'm just going to be like, you know what? You you think people are dumb and they're not going to yes. connect the dots? Yes, I do. People are a little bit smarter. They're going to be like, wait a minute. I was thinking that in my mind. How did he know I left the seat up? Exactly. And then from then on, people are going to start talking. That's fine. And they're going to be like, oh, that's that boy right there that reads minds. They're going to read minds. And then they're going to... So, but you always got to be real around me. And then they're going to jump you. Yeah. Which I'm going to know when they're swinging. I don't... I'm going to know when they're about to swing. What if they're windmilling? I'm going to know. Okay. 
But anyways, thank you all. <laughs> thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the Road Dogs Podcast. Um, I had fun. It was a very as you as your you know one of your famous sayings. Um, it was a lot of topics to talk about. <sighs> you always trying to throw me under the bus. That's not the. I'm giving you a platform, a phrase. I don't understand. So don't next understand. week we'll have a lot of topics to talk about. Yes, and I won't say that next week. And I bet you the viewers will be like, "Bitch, what's your problem?" Did exactly. You be there? They're gonna they're gonna go straight to Apple Podcasts and leave reviews mm-hmm. saying these bitches are inconsistent. Right. They say one thing, one they mean another. Next. They say one thing, they don't follow through. <laughs> No, but thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and be on the lookout for, you know, upcoming things. Yes. So we should be coming out Friday. Um, of course, you can follow us on the uh, podcast on Twitter and on Roll Dogs Pod. You can also follow us on Instagram at Roll Dogs Podcast. Um, of course, you can subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify to catch the episodes as they come out. Yep. Bye. Bye.